0: Hallelujah! So let's get into the way we have been looking at uh, grace that has redeemed us from generational cases. This is the theme that we have been dealing with in the past, uh, what uh, today will be the fourth week, uh, and Bishop has been looking at it. It is a powerful uh, teaching. It is broad, Bazalani. Uh, even today, I might not be able to finish But I'm going to relax and I'm going to make sure that the word reaches you the transforming power. As a vessel used by God, uh, I'll do the best that I can. Hallelujah. And uh, we are reading four verses that are main verses for this theme. One is Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Verse ten: For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared before beforehand that we should walk in. You know, I was telling them in the morning service, in the seven o'clock service, that uh, verse ten is one of my favorite verses. Another, another translation says that we are His masterpiece. All right, we are his masterpiece. Just turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, you are looking at God's masterpiece. All right, so, and he says that we are his masterpiece created for good works. So, therefore, we cannot allow curses to reign in our lives. All right, because we are his masterpiece. All right, we are his masterpiece. We are going to obey his word. We're going to follow his word. We're going to worship him. Hallelujah. The second verse is Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Verse 14, in order that in Christ Jesus the blessings of, of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Holy, of the Spirit through faith. Bazalan, I don't know about you, but I'm an African, all right? Okay, and I'm an African, okay? I'm not a Jew or a Hebrew eh, or an Israeli. Ne? It is clear, okay? But I thank Jesus Christ that I can, I can tap, I can leverage Okay, I can uh, uh, inherit the blessings of Abraham. Yeah. You know why? Because Jesus Christ has become a curse for me. He redeemed me. All right, so we we are in. No, how about what about no? Bible A has Africa. Now, just quote this verse. Uh, yeah, I acknowledge uh, It speaks about the truth but here it says uh, even the Gentiles they benefit. Hallelujah. Uh, and then we look at um, um, Proverbs 26, verses 2. The, uh, the New English translation says, like a fluttering bed or like a flying swallow, so a curse without a cause does not come to rest. And the Bible in basic English says, as the sparrow in wandering, in, in, in her wandering and the swallow in her flight, so, the curse does not come without a cause. So, therefore, it means that when there is a curse, masterpiece as I am, when it's there, it therefore, it means that someone has opened a door for it. All right. Someone has caused it. All right. So, when you look at the life in your family, you look at the life in your uh, community, you look at the life in the, your nation, and you see certain pattern from one generation to the other, you know. And one of the things that I may touch a bit on around South Africa, that one of the things that we can have a look at is that this nation is at points in its life as, as um, uh, uh, having violence as part of its life. And it must come to an end, Bazalan. All right. In 1969, see, uh, people were shot in uh, uh, in, in, in the Sharpeville massacre. Fast forward, 1976, people were shot. All right. Come in the 80s, people were shot. All right. Come in the early 90s, there was violence, was so-called black on black violence. Fast forward in the democratic nature of South Africa, in 2012, there was the Marikana massacre. Not not too long ago, last year. There were people, 300 people, 220 people who died whilst they were, they were looting. That must come to an end, Bazalan. Not whilst we are here as a nation, as a people of God. That pattern must stop. And must stop because Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Hallelujah. So you do that reflection even in your family, and you realize that it has to stop. So, what is a curse? or a blessing. A blessing or a curse are words spoken which carry a particular form of spiritual power either good or evil that brings to pass certain things that will carry on from generation to generation. These are words spoken. So therefore it means that we need to be therefore be careful of the words we speak. All right? We uh piece upon on to say both are, ve- that is blessings and curses, both are vehicles of supernatural power. Both are vehicles of supernatural power. What these words, the words that are speaker spoke as curse, the words that are spoke as blessings, they are supernatural power. Therefore, the Bible when it says there is a life and death in the tongue, it refers to your words. We need to therefore be careful of the words we are saying. The characteristic feature of a blessing or curse is that uh, very often they continue from generation to generation. They continue from generation to generation. The other one that you can have a look at is that even in your current generation, when you look at your siblings, all right, look at the pattern that is there. If there's a pattern of negativity, come before the Lord, just like David did, and, 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 and cry before the Lord and seek to reverse this pattern. Hallelujah. The vehicle of blessings or curses are words that are not spoken or written or simply pronounced inwardly. Words spoken, written, or simply spoken inwardly. You know, you find, as you leave a person, after the imam has something that you don't understand. Okay? There are certain things that we say, even when, you know... Or, for instance, you are in a traffic uh, 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 situation and someone kept in Coppelahau Cop- Cop- and uh, what a number fell. <laughs> yeah. Or out of rage you know, uh, you know, we're having a discussion with uh, the friends of ours and we're saying, but, you know, in this midst of this crime that has befell our country, you know, is it or is it not right just to utter a curse? To those who are committing this crime, why? Because you find yourself those they battler into your house. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, over time, this word becomes alive, and it happens. All right, both are uh, uh, both uh, blessings and are, can be transferred by physical objects. That the objects that sometimes we receive, sometimes they, take, they get taken away from us and they have been returned and only or something has happened, God's word. You know? But then this is where the spirit of discernment comes and saves us, helps us. If something has been given to you, yeah, wonderful or, or, or not so wonderful or whatever you have been given to, some, that person might be... You know, keep bringing it in and you are uncomfortable about that. Bring it before the Lord. Bring it before the Lord. Don't try and rationalize and all. No. Let it be settled. Let the word of God be settled. Why? Because uh, things can carry blessings and cases. Hallelujah, Bazalan. So we looked at the forms of blessings. We also looked at the sources of blessings. All right. So among the sources that we looked at there, we said God Himself is a source. Of either blessing or cursing. Why? Because there's a principle that he has said there. The principle is if you obey my word, these blessings will come upon you. If you disobey, these curses will come upon you. Deuteronomy 28. Are we together, Mazalan? Then we said that people who speak on behalf of God, people who speak on behalf of God, they also are able to say curses and blessings. That's why the men of the clock, those who represent God, Whether prophets, pastors, preachers, apostles, bishops, overseers, even self-group leaders. You know, when they say things, they need to be careful. Why? Because they hold a certain authority. And they speak on behalf of God. Hallelujah. Then we then said, even ourselves, we become the source. The words we speak about ourselves... And I want to say to us as South Africa, black South African, black African South Africans, that apartheid has done a number on us, that we look inferior on ourselves. We, look in, we, don't, we, don't, we think we don't deserve. Okay? It's very interesting that South Africans are, are, are people of paradox. On the one hand, they think they don't deserve their inferiority. On the other side, they, they feel entitled. We need to sort ourselves out, isn't it, Bazaran? But the way which we can sort ourselves is by speaking who God says about us. Remember what he said? He said that we are his masterpiece. We are his workmanship. We are created for good works. Nowhere in the Bible is criminality a good work. So therefore, we should stop doing being criminals as South Africans and behave. Hallelujah. So today we're going to look at the lesson that says grace has redeemed us from the curse of sickness and disease grace has delivered us from uh, the cases of sickness and disease for us Brazilian, to be able to can uh, uh, apply this in our lives we need to learn about it so here we are going to learn about grace that has availed to us that has redeemed us from sickness and diseases from the bible God has made a provision for our healing. I want to repeat again. God has made a provision for our healing. All right. One note. God is willing or God is, it's God's will to heal you. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. God's will is to heal you. you. All right. So let's look at Mark chapter one, verse 40 to 45. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees. If you are willing, note that. You can make me clean. Verse 41, a very interesting word. I picked it up when I looked at it yesterday. It says, Jesus was indignant. That's English, (laughs) right? Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, the, the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Verse 43, Jesus send, uh, sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he, that is the man who got healed, went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly but, saved, but stay outside in the lo- lonely place. Yet the people still came to him for, uh, from everywhere. Note, Bazaran, this man turns around and says to Jesus Christ, If you are willing, you can cleanse me. Very interesting. He acknowledges that Jesus Christ can cleanse him. Again, it says that verses, verses 40 If you are willing, you can make me clean He acknowledges that But now the question becomes The if The if He does not think that it's God's will For him to receive the healing Though he can see it eh, You can see that Jesus Christ Is going around healing people eh, But you are asking yourself or what about me maybe Eh? Yeah. Yeah. you understand Muslim? so that's how he puts it then he is not sure whether he is part and i like jesus Christ's uh, response remember jesus christ was fully man and fully god you know the fully man says hey i'm fine One <laughs> yeah. i mean i've been going around healing people so we i don't put we can can I heal you? I'm healing people. I'm healing the children. Yeah. I'm blessing people. Whether you are coming, or I can see you can bless me. Mary, can you? Do you want me? Do you want to bless me? Yeah. So he responds, and Jesus Christ then says to him, Yes, I am willing. I am willing. Note this, Mazarane. Not only is it God's will to heal you, God is willing to heal you. because sometimes we we do that we we tend to understand or no, we know intellectually knowledge it's written there we know it's God's will to heal us but we are doubting his willingness to heal us so let's learn Muslim today that God is willing God is willing to heal us hallelujah I know that there's a question of, what about those who died? They have prayed and those who died. But let's make a distinction between the sovereignty of God and, and the God who heals. The sovereignty of God does not cancel the fact that God is willing. All right. There are cases. There are cases where, like in the case of Paul. In the case of Paul, the Lord Jesus said, he must suffer for my cause. We might not like it or not, that there are people who suffer for the cost of the kingdom. And when you go into those kind of people, even in their suffering, they still rejoice. All right. But by and large, by and large, or whether you want to call it 80-20 principle or 90-10, the will of God is that he is there to heal you. All right. Let's move. Matthew chapter eight verses uh, uh, five to thirteen. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion man came to him, asking to, for help. Verse six. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home, paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, Note, shall I go? Uh, shall I come and heal him? shall i come and heal him not only is god willing to heal you god is willing to come to your place to come to your home to come where you are and heal you where you are so let it be settled in your heart let it be established let this there's no debate about it that not only is he willing he is he wants to come and heal you all right are you there bazalan Verses eight. Uh, the centurion replied, "Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my foot, uh, under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For note, I am a man under authority. I am a man under authority. And very interesting, this guy was not was he was like me. He was not an African. He was a Roman. He served the Roman Empire. His authority was Caesar." But note, he acknowledges the authority of Jesus Christ, that he is the Messiah, that he is the Savior of the world, and that he heals people. And then says, I don't deserve, I don't deserve, I am a man under authority, I acknowledge your authority. Say the word. Okay? Say the word. And the Bible says, he sent his word and healed their diseases. Now, going we are putting a case. Bazan. The case here is that the grace of God has redeemed us from the curse of sickness and disease. So therefore, it says, therefore, it is settled. And Jesus Christ turned around. I'm not going to read the rest of the text. He turns around and he says to them, I've never seen such a faith in, in all of Israel. No, no, not only in Capernaum, in all of Israel and that's what happens Bazalan. sometimes people who are not believers has more faith than we have that's why it. it is not about knowing the will it is to it is about understanding the willingness of god are you there Bazalan? Yeah. to god is able to heal us he can he's able to can heal us all right matthew chapter 9 verses uh, 14 to 27 when they came to the other side, uh, they saw a large crowd around them, and, they, and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with, uh, what are you, what are you arguing with them about? I lost my place, but okay, it's fine. Verse seventeen: A man in the crowd answered, "Teacher, I brought, your, uh, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that robs him with uh, of speech. When he, uh, whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes at his teeth, and uh, becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive the uh, to drive out the spirit, but they could not." Verse nineteen: "You unbelieving generation," Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring, uh, bring the boy to me. So they brought, him, uh, they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell into, uh, to the ground and rolled all, uh, around, foaming at the mouth. Verse 21. Jesus asked uh, the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood he answered. It is often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Jesus Christ says, if you can. So Jesus Christ is questioning the if. He's questioning the if. If you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for one who believes. Yeah. You know, Barzalani, yes, there are times in our lives. There are times in our lives where the if question comes. You know, and especially when we are faced up with diseases that are uh, that, that 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 wreaks havoc in our lives. You know, your cancer, your uh, HIV/AIDS. You know, we are faced with COVID, a situation uh, which we didn't know how to handle. You know, the, those ifs comes up, and when those ifs comes up, as and address them. You know, address them. Uh, you know, look at, listen to what this man says. Immediately the father's boy exclaimed I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief You know, help me, bring the situation before the Lord Be honest, you know what this thing, I'm not quite sure about it You know, but you know what, all I know is that you are the healer and I'm bringing it to you to heal Alright So Jesus Christ prayed for the boy and the boy got healed But note this not only is God able to can heal, heal us, he is ready to heal us. Amen. Not only is he able, he is ready. He is ready to, his is at work. Even now when I preach the word of God, I believe that God, the Holy Spirit is busy healing people. Amen. That's why it is important, Masalani, for you to come expectant into a service. Amen. That your faith should connect with my faith. Are you there Basalam? Yeah. so one thing that that, that 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 activates healing is faith that our faith activates healing all we need to do is to believe deal with your unbelief challenge your unbelief don't allow your unbelief to paralyze you because that's what it does to us it paralyzes it makes us look at the issue look at our sicknesses and we make it bigger than our god and yet, we are, we are singing, He's an Almighty God. No, what we're we getting? We are singing, He's Almighty God. But yet, we make our sicknesses and our situations much bigger than Him. Hallelujah. Amen. So, God has provided healing, Mazalan. God has provided healing. And this healing, it is not only starting now in the New Testament era, we are in the, in the dispensation of grace. It does not start now it had started all before in the old testament so let us go back and look at how and, and how god healed people how he availed healing throughout the years hallelujah in exodus chapter 15 verses 26 we find a very interesting situation there the situation is the children of israel have been walking with moses for 3 days without water and they were crying so the people grumbled, verse 24, the people grumbled against Moses saying, what are we to drink? Then uh, Moses cried out to the Lord and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water and the water became fit to drink. Note it says, the Lord, there the Lord issued a ruling and an instruction for them to put, uh, to, uh, to put them to the test. He said, verse 26, if you listen carefully to the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals you. So this Mara situation, uh, the water was bitter. And, 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 and the Lord instructed Moses to put a wood in it and became sweet, became nice, drinkable. Then the Lord says, you see, I heal. I even heal the water. What more about your bodies? Okay. Then he says, if you obey my word. But obedience, obedience is one of the key towards our healing." Some of us who are sick because we are disobedient to God. Some of us who are sick because we have... When God says, don't eat this, we'll eat. Have a bear, everything and anything in your, in your table in? Eh? No, 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 no. see Operation No, no, no. You have to be careful and listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Then the another situation is in Sinai. In Sinai, let's look at Exodus chapter uh, twenty-three, verses twenty-five. Exodus twenty-three, verses twenty-five. Worship the Lord, your God, and His blessings will be on you. Uh, uh, and His blessings will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you, and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you full life span. All right, but note how it starts, Bazala. It says, "Worship the Lord." Worship the Lord don't do and mix it don't do and just worship the lord he says if you worship me i will bless your food your food will not make you sick i'll give you a lifespan you will not be pardoned that's what he says it's a promise no the first one he says obey me and i will heal you he says here yeah, worship me and you have a a, a life full of healing." Okay, divine health will be our portion. Even when we get sick, we, he knows that we are fallible men. He will heal us. He will forgive our sins and heal us. Hallelujah. Which is the next scripture? The next scripture uh, is uh, Numbers 21 verses 4 to 9. All right. This is the children of Israel murmuring, complaining. You can complain, it's good. But once we get to a point where complaining becomes a murmuring, it becomes sinful before God. And that's what we are careful for, you know. I get warned go to where now your language is negative. You are full of complaints. So I have to be careful. I have to be careful. So they complain. And they complain, and they rebel against God, and they rebel against Moses. And God says Sah! Yeah. God says Sah! The snakes came, and they beat them. All right. They beat them. Some of them died. You know, it's very interesting that before that, yeah, before that, they've been walking with God for years. The Bible says for forty years they were in the wilderness, and the, the, there's a description there. The word uses he says none was feeble amongst them. None amongst them were feeble. So he kept them weight uh, fit. Yeah. Bishop like saying I wonder or the aparthabenan. As they grow, they were growing the clothes. It's a miraculous situation, I tell you. But here, when they started murmuring, when they started sinning against him and repelling, he removed his hands and the snake came. The snake came and what did they do? They went and cried and said, Lord, please forgive us. Moses, forgive us for we have sinned against you. All right. Then the God instructed Moses to put a brazen snake on the cross. A brazen snake on the cross. And he says, Look up. As they look up, they got healed. They got healed, Basalan. All right. So do not be deceived by people saying, Catch a snake. No. This is a bronze snake. It was a symbol. <laughs> it was a. Because, Basalan, people mislead us. They take a verse and they quote it to us, the Berelate. Isn't it? Now, people come. I mean, you know, people call themselves pastors, prophets, apostles, bishops, all the kind of names. And they use the Bible and they misuse the Bible. We need to know the, the word. Give a Lord a round of applause. But note the premise. The premise is for their healing to take place, they had to confess. Forgiveness. So we spoke about obedience we spoke about worship now we speak about uh, forgiveness first john chapter 1 verse 9 it says if we sin confess our since he is faithful and just to forgive us he's faithful and just to forgive us hallelujah Bazelan. so it is there it is there's a provision the provision is there for healing in psalms 105 verse 37 there was none. There was none feeble amongst them, you know. There was none feeble amongst them. It means that they were strong. They were healthy, you know. So this is in the Old Testament. What more about the New Testament? What more about the New Testament? But before we go there, the famous Isaiah fifty-three verses one to six. It says, "Who who has believed our report, and to whom?" Has the, has the arm of the Lord been revealed for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a, as a root out of a dry ground he has no form or comeliness, and when we see him there is no beauty that we should, we should desire him verse 3 he is despised and rejected by men a man of sorrow acquainted with grief and we hid and we hid as it were our faces from him He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely verse 4, surely he borne our diseases, surely he borne our griefs and and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 5, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we were healed. Verse 6, all All we like, all we like ships have gone astray. We have turned away everyone to his own ways and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. This is a prophetic verse. It is in the Old Testament. You know, as Bishop like saying, uh, the New Testament is hidden in the Old Testament and the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. So this is speaking about Christ. But this is 400 years, 500 days before Christ even came on earth. The prophet Isaiah is, is prophetic about it. Let's look at a couple of words there. Verse 3 says, so, there's a word sorrow there, and there's a word grief in Hebrew. These words are makob and uh, kolomi, respectively. Makob, which is sorrow, uh, when it's translated from, uh, in Hebrew, is called pain. So he bore our pain. He bore our pain. We find this also in Job chapter 14, verse 22, where it says, Flesh shall have pain. Flesh shall have pain. It is the same word, sorrow, there, that we find in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3. All right. So, uh, comely is grief. And the word, uh, Hebrew grief, the word grief in Hebrew stands for diseases and sicknesses. Sickness and diseases. We find it in Deuteronomy chapter seven, seven verse fifteen; Deuteronomy chapter eight, 28, verse sixty-one; and in First Kings chapter one, verse two, and for, uh, Second Chronicles chapter sixteen, verse twelve. <laughs> but I said this thing is too huge; <laughs> it's broad. Ne? Let's try to we find the, we find the same word, grief, which is sickness and disease. In Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 15, all right? In Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 61, in Second Kings chapter 1 verse 2, and in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 16 verse 12. So, those verses use the similar weight, okay? So, when you know, when you study the Bible, if you didn't know, the words in the Bible are not exactly the same. Okay? It might be the word end here and end there and end there. But when you read it and uh, interpreting it from English to Greek, you find that it has more. Or English to Hebrew, you find that it, is, it has more. Similar with the word grief. But notice, all Greek, uh, uh, grief here stands for sickness and diseases. Hallelujah. Amen. So, surely, verse, uh, 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 50, uh, verse 4 says, surely... He has borne our griefs. So therefore, he says, surely he has borne our sickness and disease. Are you with me, Bazalan, Okay. And carried our sorrow, so he carried our pain. All right. We did not esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. As indicated, it is sickness and disease that is grief, and it is pain as sorrow. So notice, Bazalan, these are things that impact our bodies. They impact our bodies. But, but note verse uh, 5. Verse 5 says, but he was wounded. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we were healed or we are healed. Amen. All right. So the word there, wounded, means pissed. So, he was pierced for our transgressions. So, our transgressions, the mistakes, the wrongs that we do, pisses Christ on the cross. All right? The word bruised means he was crushed. Therefore, when we say uh, he was pierced for our transgression, he was crushed for our iniquity. The, The iniquity that they did, we do the sins from one generation to the other. When they come upon Christ, they crush him. They crushed him. Are you, I'm trying to describe what happened on the cross for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the word chastised means punished. Ne? So, the peace that you experience, Paul speaks about the peace that surpasses all understanding. It came as a price, it was a punishment for peace on Christ. So, Christ was punished for you to have peace. For you to cry unto him, and he gives you peace. For you to be in peace with God, and the peace of God to be with you, is because of Christ. Yeah. Are you with me, Bazalan? Yeah. So I'm saying, reflect on this. This is in the Old Testament. It's in the Old Testament, and that it is there to show us. So know this: our healing covers all of humanity, all of, of, of all of um, all of a human being both spirit soul and body remember we are a spirit being having a soul and living in the body the peace that we have speaks to our soul it makes our soul to come down it makes our soul to be you know that's why paul speaks about the the peace that surpasses all understanding all right. So not only is our salvation a spiritual salvation It's a salvation that touches our soul And it's also a salvation that touches our body It's a complete sozo it's called Complete salvation Nothing added, nothing subtracted So if you are here and you do not know Christ as Lord and Savior I want to say to you Take upon yourself this salvation That God is offering you to, to you today Why? Because it will address your spiritual needs, it will address your soulish needs, and it will address your physical needs. Hallelujah. So let's go to the New Testament. In the New Testament, we find that the uh, the scripture, uh, Matthew quotes uh, the same as Isaiah 53. He quotes it in in, in Matthew chapter 14 verses uh, 14 to 17. This is when Peter's mother was sick and Jesus Christ come into the house of Peter and he heals Peter's mother of flu, fever. Yeah. He heals him and they remembered that he borne our sickness and our diseases. Alright. The same Peter, in, in 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 24, he then quotes the same verse that he bore our sicknesses and our, and our diseases and he healed us. Are you there, Bazaran? Yes. So we see that he, he then, Christ carried it on in the cross. On the cross, he carried it on. Our sickness and our diseases, he, he carried it on. And therefore, when Christ, who has saved you, what more will he do around your sickness and diseases? Yes. He can't withhold it. He won't withhold it. It's already been paid. Yes. Eh? It's already, other people will say it's a sunk cost. Jesus Christ cannot reverse it. It's done. He has done it. He has taken our diseases and our sicknesses and he bore them in our bodies. Hallelujah. But note the the verse there. It says, Surely he has borne our griefs. So surely he has borne our sickness and our diseases and carried our sorrows. That is, carried our pain. All right? By by, By his stripes, we were healed or we are healed. The word there... Born is Nasa in Hebrew. It means to lift up, to bear away, to convey, or to remove to a distance. Remember, in the Old Testament, what would happen is that for people's sins to be forgiven, they needed to bring a goat, and the priest would lay their hands on the goat, and then they let it go, and in that way, they uh, their sins were forgiven. But that was a temporary measure. That was a shadow of things to come. Therefore, when Christ came, he bore our diseases. He bore our sorrows. So, therefore, he became our scapegoat for those things. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brother? So, they, they would take it out and then they would let it out of the city and let it run, that goat. Let it run, that goat. That's how they, did, they, they dealt with it. So, Christ becomes our escape. God, he is able to can take our diseases so therefore we can come before the throne of grace boldly so to receive grace and mercy in our times of need are, we there, Wazalani? are you there are you with me so therefore when we go and look at galatians chapter 3 verses 14 and 15 it says christ redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us for it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on the tree. So in order that Christ, uh, in order that we may have the blessings of Abraham as we have read. Note, Basalani, the word there, redeemed, in Greek, uh, um, it signifies to be redeemed from slavery. It means to buy up. It means that we were bought from the market. We were delivered. All right. Let me read it. It says to buy up, um, uh, with the idea that such a deliverance involves a cost of some kind. Effort, suffering, loss to one who effects the deliverance. So when we say Jesus Christ has redeemed, it means that Jesus Christ has paid the price. Okay, And that price uh, could be in monetary terms or that price could be with his suffering. So in buying you from the slave market, eh, he stood in your place. So, your suffering became his suffering. His peace became your peace. Are you with me, Hazelan? Remember, we are addressing grace has redeemed us from the curse of sickness and disease. Are you there, Hazelan? So, redeeming conveys the, the figure of ransom. that There was a ransom that was paid. All right. Three Greek words translate the word redeemed and bought as follows. Uh, the word, I hope I'll pronounce it properly. Agozaro, agorazo, in First Corinthians chapter six verse twenty, to mean uh, to buy us from the slave market. He bought us from the slave market. Okay. Then the second word uh, uh, is called Yeah, to buy uh, to buy a slave out of the marketplace. All right. And the last one that we find in First Peter chapter one verse eighteen, lutro. To set free by payment of ransom. So, Bazarani, we are set free. All right. Say, I, I have been set free from sickness and disease. No, Bazalani, because we live in the fallen world. I like that Exodus chapter 15. The, 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 the children of Israel did nothing wrong. They were just thirsty. And they came to a river, and that river was bitter. Just like our world. We live in a world where there's, the world is bitter, you know. I mean, have a look at the case. It is sad, you know. I was listening to this one counselor who is an old man now. He who, who says he raised the issue in 2008. He brought the water out. Before that, they would drill. They could drill and get wells and drink from the well, and they were no sick. But the world has become sick, has bitter. Okay? And we get affected, not because we have done anything wrong, but because we live in this fallen world. But note, we have been freed. Amen. So because, because Christ has brought back, he has brought us back, he has redeemed us. And therefore, when we come before him, With our sicknesses and our diseases. And and at points, Basarani, these sicknesses they ravaged us. But we should not lose faith, we should not lose hope. right. We should do what we should do. We obey God in His word. We confess His word. Always. We, 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 We activate our healing with faith. We worship. Okay. We acknowledge that look, God is able to heal us, He's ready to heal us, He's willing to heal us. Okay, so that he is delighting, eh? he delights in healing us. He does not, is not happy when we are sick. Why? Because we are his masterpiece, created for good works. With our head bowed and our eyes closed. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is true. Your word is real. Your word is a healer. You said that you sent your word and heal our diseases. Even now, Father God, when we learn that, Lord, sickness and diseases, we have been redeemed from them because of grace. We are thankful, Father, that you are healing us. We are healing our cancer. We are healing our AIDS. We are healing our, 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 our COVID. We are healing our diabetes. You are healing our bitterness, oh God. You are healing our, our mental instability our mental unwellness. We are lifting up depression even as we speak, oh God. We are thankful, Father, in the name of Jesus, that we are coming before you, believing and trusting. That, Father, in cases where we have unbelief, we are praying, help us to uh, overcome our unbeliefs, that we may be healed, oh God. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you will send your word and heal our diseases, oh God. We give you the honor and the glory and the praise. Lord, we thank you. With our head bowed and our eyes closed, you are here, and you have been hearing me speak about that healing and diseases, diseases and sickness. We have been redeemed from it. That healing is available. It's available through the grace of God in Christ Jesus. And you don't know Christ as Lord and Savior. I want to say today, here, right and right here, and right now, you can have this grace. You can receive this grace. All you need to do is to respond by faith. Raise your hand as a symbol of surrender raise your hand you hear and say i want to receive christ as my as lord and savior i want to know him as lord and savior all you need to do is to raise your hand don't be afraid don't be shy just raise your hand he is here he says that salvation is in this place thank you for that hand any other hand any other hand has just help me to see the hands Any other hand, you are here and you want to receive Christ and Lord and Lord and Savior, and you want to receive this healing that comes with it. Thank you for the hand. Any other hand, you might have left the Lord and wandered away from Him. But today you want to come back. I wanna say God is the God of second chances. All you need to do is to come back to Him. Can I ask all the people that raise their hands, please stand so that we can pray together with you? Don't be afraid, just take a step of faith, the step of boldness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you thank you thank you thank you hallelujah thank you you might not you might not have raised your hand but you want to stand together with these people you are welcome just stand can I ask all the people that stood to come and meet me in the front so that I can pray together with you come 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 hallelujah let's stand up as let's encourage them hallelujah